and welcome to the Mancunian Candidates. This week's show is slightly different than the normal show. Um, in fact, it's completely different because this week we are going to concentrate on something that's hitting the newspaper and people are talking about it and I'm being asked about it. Well, it turns out this guy here, Mike, is quite, I won't say an expert, but he's very knowledgeable. So this week, the show is about Bitcoin. And cryptocurrency in general, the whole thing, which, uh, you know, hand in glove. I mean, Bitcoin was the beginning of this, and it was uh, Satoshi Nakamoto who wrote a paper on this in 2009, and he decided that there was a need for a currency uh, completely cut off from banks. And the funny thing about this is the fast-moving nature of cryptocurrency and Bitcoin, that it all started about 2009 and began to begun to get traction definitely begun to get traction around about 2012 and people started to get involved in it the whole movement is about cutting banks out right now let's be clear here i haven't a clue not a clue about bitcoin and my well my, my daughter invested in some bitcoin mm-hmm. oh six no a couple of years ago uh, and she did, she works for a bank. And she yeah. says, oh, it'll never. Of never course. Yeah. I said, well, Mike's real knowledgeable. He says it will. Hmm. So she did. And now she's quite a happy girl. Okay. But, well, let's get straightforward. For people like me, what is a Bitcoin? A Bitcoin is a... It's a code. It's a serialised number. It's a, a number that is produced that represents money. And that number that hexadecimal that that takes ages to produce um is produced by a computer that produces uh, a a a value a serialized link of symbols that represents money now how it's done is they you'll have pe- heard people referring to mining and what happened was at the very very beginning people just got their computers with their quite expensive graphics cards and they would get them to link up to operations where they were all crunching over loads and loads of different um, um, configurations and numbers. It's kind of like trying to, you're playing a video game and you're trying to guess a password. And you've all seen these movies where people are trying to break into safes using some complicated technology and it's guessing all the passwords one by one. And it's kind of like that. And what you would do, you event at the beginning, it was a few people doing it on their own, and then they developed um, communities where they would all go right. Let's all of us put all our computers' powers on the network together. Why why would you? Because because you believed that you were producing Bitcoin. What what you would do was you would put your computer. Sorry, sorry, stop your mic. Okay, but I'm just trying to take it on my so. People believed that this thing called Bitcoin and this code, yes. if you if you mine it, we should talk about, yes. this will have value. Yes. Why would it have value? Why would it thought of value? Uh, because people started to, online, swap Bitcoin for items and services. And right. unfortunately, we're going to get into the dark side of this in a minute because the Bitcoin first became well known uh, beyond me. I just knew a few friends. I had a Russian friend called Ramitas and, and me and him were into this and we were mining and doing some work together. And 
what happened was some people realized that Bitcoin could not only be used to, um, you know, swap money between each other in exchange for goods and services. It could also be used in a really nefarious way. Enter Silk Road. Silk Road was the beginning of, well, I'd say the the negative side of Bitcoin and cryptocurrency. Uh, people put up a network and people were asking for stuff like marijuana, cocaine, guns, knives, all sorts of stuff. And they would pay in Bitcoin because it was anonymous. If I open up a Bitcoin account now, I don't have to give a name, a date of birth, ID, anything. It's like opening a bank account. Imagine you could walk into Barclays, NatWest, um, you know, Union uh, in America, and and you could open an account to trade with, and you you not only did they not ask for your driving license or ID. They didn't even want your name. Right. So if I'm this drug dealer on the Silk Road in the dark yes. web and I'm selling guns, yes. and I say, um, uh, here's a gun, Mike. Yeah. Uh, give me some bitcoins. Yeah. Give me my bitcoins. Now you say I can swap these services, but I want cash. Yeah, well, you don't, you don't need oh, cash. cash. When it got to the well, point... Well, how to go to shop? It very quickly got to, it got to the point where people were already swapping... Things like this wasn't going on until it got to the point where people online were swapping bitcoins between each other. And this is how it started. They started to swap bitcoins for services. It could have been doing a website. Well, I'll have 100 bitcoins for that, please. I'll have um, 20 bitcoins for that second-hand graphics card you've got. And people online started See, to I trade. I the geeky side of it, though. No, 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 no. Well, everything that's geeky always breaks out into the mainstream. Yeah. It always does, yeah. every single time. And all that happened here was other people got to realise this and then suddenly, overnight, people realised Bitcoin had a value. And then, say you say somebody is selling a gram of cocaine for 50 Bitcoins to all his geeky mates. You're suddenly this desperate guy who needs some, and someone went, I found a way you can get cocaine. It's actually delivered in a disguised box to your house. You don't have to leave the house, go to a drug dealer. All you've got to do is convert some of your cash to Bitcoin and then send it to this guy, and he'll just send it to your house. And no one can trace you. You can't be done for it. There's no possibility of it being a policeman no name on it no name no nothing and then at that point you you've just bought that then you tell your mate and then he does that Mm. and then suddenly there's a burgeoning um, need for this because of the anonymity and i'm not going to lie to you although there's a lot of good and we've covered it on this show before where they a lot of the staff of the amc cinema got paid in bitcoin for to, to save the jobs the other week they, it didn't start from a good place. Silk Road was terrible. Uh, people were paying for prostitutions, they, they child okay. slaves, drugs. <clears throat> so there it is, Bitcoin. It's got a shady past. Uh, shady uh, beginning. Shady beginning. Yeah. Uh, I still don't quite get or quite get my head around how all these Bitcoins to me 
coding on a computer means I can well, go why, why is gold valuable? Like why is gold valuable? Gold at the beginning. Well, let's go back. You let's go, go to a jeweler and say no, no, no. You couldn't go to a jeweler though, could you? So what your argument over? No, well, argument. how I just does? Don't understand. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not saying you're wrong yeah. to have this yeah. point of view. This is exactly where I was. I I didn't know. I didn't <clears> recognise <throat> this for what it was straight away. I had to look into it, and then I saw the potential. But imagine all those years ago. At some point, someone got some gold and decided it was as value. Gold you appreciate was not something that was being shared around by cavemen. Yeah, in exchange for food. No. no. So some point it went from cavemen uh, to other, uh, later on, people accepting gold for food. Yeah? yeah. And that's what you did with this. You got to a point where people didn't recognise it as currency. Then people started to do uh, dealing with it. And then eventually enough people were doing a black market trade that it spilled over into the mainstream. And then suddenly you would then have me going to you, oh, Mr. Ripley, here's my, uh, I've just bought a new graphics card, I want uh, this one. Oh, you'll you'll buy it for me. Well, I'll tell you what, because we're not paying the banks and the interests and all that, I'll let you have it for 30 Bitcoin. And you go, okay, 30 Bitcoin's fine, bang. Suddenly there's a value then. And this is how it's emerged. And it slowly, slowly became uh, attached to roughly what the US dollar was worth. So, at the very beginning, the earliest estimate is that a Bitcoin was worth um, a fifth of a cent. Yeah. Then slowly over a year or two, it became worth about 10 cents. And then around about 2009, it was worth just over a dollar. Yeah. And it's gone from there. Okay. And, and all that's happened is the more people have used it to upset payment, the, the better this has got. PayPal and China fought against taking this currency because they thought, well, we don't want the banks to disappear. They're a useful form of control. And if China, for example, were losing control of the economy, they could literally buy some banks and alter the exchange rates. You can't do that. Bitcoin literally takes control away from government. So let's... A few questions. I've, I've, um, I've, people have actually texted me to ask yeah. some questions. And... and before we get to them, though, I just want to bring it up today because we, everybody heard about it, like you said. Yeah. It was on the news, and lots of people said cryptocurrency is a scam. There's some quite famous scams that have gone around mm-hmm. around the whole Bitcoin thing. Dude, as there have been with money. <coughs> yes. Not as many um, as money. Um, but how many, how many years is it then? 2009, so it's yeah. taken... I'd say 2012. It's taken 10 years. I I will say that the first time we mentioned it on the Mancunian candidates on the radio, we mentioned it about four and a half years ago. And And I said at that point, I uh, and I think it was worth $400 a Bitcoin at that point, which again, when we're talking about the beginnings we just talked about was massive. Um, I said one Bitcoin will be worth $200,000 in about 10 years time you did you did say that yeah so if i wanted to buy some bitcoins now i could just get an app out yes coinbase is the most reliable coinbase and yes. i just go in and i say i want to buy 20 pounds worth of or 100 pounds yep. worth correct yeah anything and that'll get me any a amount. percentage of it yeah and i own that yes 
But and here's, here's, sit a on it. Thing. here's, sit on here's it. a confusing thing. I read somewhere about somebody who lost his hard drive. It got thrown away on a tip, and he had to go to the place. Yeah, the tip. And yeah, he was crawling through. Yeah, the rubbish to find yeah. his hard drive. Well, don't lose it then. But hard drives break. Well, don't lose What's it the then. Point? Well, well, it's not hard drive. You don't put it on a hard drive. You put it on something else. You most people save these on flash drives, and they don't break. Most break. people, they don't they always do. break. Not if you only use them for that. If okay. something as precious as this, if you've got five grand's worth <laughs> of Bitcoin, it's worth spending a hundred quid on a flash drive that you use once um, every time you do a transaction. It's not going to break. Now, you do have protections against this. If you put the the uh, a copy of it on most computers that you've got, you'll be able to retrieve it. Now, you can either save it via the app that just looks at the now, picture. this is a wallet we're talking about, isn't it? The wallet, yes, the we? wallet, yeah. yeah. I don't use a <coughs> wallet, and this is how I would advise people to get it. There, there is, a, there is a, a device called a Ledger. It's 70 quid, and it is a little flash drive, and you put your own, seri- you put your own password in that's unique. That goes into your computer via USB port, and it opens up an app and it will and it gives you an address to send or receive bitcoin and it keeps it and it's all encrypted you cannot get online you cannot steal it it is literally impossible and you have a 16 word um password of words that is utterly impossible to duplicate that you write down at the beginning when you start that and you put that away somewhere safe so at that point you would have to lose that drive and you would have to lose your password to lose your money and at that point you're that stupid you shouldn't really be dealing with money never mind crypto i thought it's quite simple you just logged into a certain website um you know it's an app yeah, it's an app, and, and it's a, 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 an app like a Dogecoin wallet, a Bitcoin wallet, yeah, like an Ether wallet. It's it, and it it's online, and if you remember your password to that, you're fine. If you lose it on your computer, you can right. access it again. So, say for instance, I bought this Bitcoin, yeah, five years ago, and I mm-hmm. think, oh, it's gone up to was it thirty five thousand pound now or something? No. No, um, it's it's getting on to forty. It's just cracked to fifty two thousand dollars about okay. an hour ago. And I'm thinking, oh, I could do with a new car. I own yeah. this Bitcoin. Yeah. How do I cash it in? You go. You send it to uh, Coinbase. You sell it for US dollars or pound, and you then transfer. You send that as a cash transfer to your bank account. Simple. Sir. It's done in two minutes. Yeah. That simple, yeah. If you have a ledger, and I'm not some salesman for ledger, I've no connection with that um, whatsoever. If you have that, it is the safest you could possibly get. Your bank account is not as safe as a ledger. A ledger is is an amazing little thing. Um, if I'll probably see if I could get a graphic to put up here um, when this goes live on YouTube, and you'll be able to see what it is. It's a an amazing device. It's seventy quid. And you can deal with any amount of Bitcoin you want. You're safe as houses. You've nothing to worry about. You can't be hacked. Is Bitcoin the only player in town? No, there are other coins. And there are lots and lots and lots of them. And all the time, people are coming up with cryptocurrency. Some are coming up with them because they've got a unique variation on this this, um, 
this chain where they feel it's more difficult to hack or more difficult to you know steal from uh, more security um, and some people come up with them because they're attached to a certain um, profit non-profit making organization that all every bitcoin or equivalent in that currency that you buy some money automatically gets donated somewhere there are lots of different reasons but 90% of these cryptocurrencies are made just to launch the crypto everybody buys it it's a new crypto rah 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 the value goes massively up and then the uh, the, ma- the the value goes massively up and then the the people that launched it sell everything they've got and they all disappear to an island, and that happens all the time. A good friend of mine, Hayden, uh, a guy you know very well, yes. uh, asked me to say, "Is it when we mentioned that? Is it one coin besides Bitcoin? He could put some money on now. Um, it's one coin. Okay, get slightly cheaper because the price is going crazy on Bitcoin, where he may make a few quid in the future." Okay, I'll make a full disclosure. I was involved with a uh, with a guy who knew the guy who coded the dogecoin that's the one with the um, shih tzu dog uh shibe dog or whatever you call them on shih the, tzu, on yeah. the thing, yeah. and the um uh, we we were mining that and that's the thing that we've not talked much about the mining i've never bought a piece <clears throat> of cryptocurrency from day one i've never bought it some people have and they bought it low sold it higher and then rebought it and sold it it's a dangerous game because when it all the bottom falls out of it it's like catching a falling knife sometimes now i have um i was involved in that and then later on i swapped it all over for bitcoin bitcoin is your safe haven it's never going anywhere none of them are litecoin is if bitcoin is silver uh, sorry if bitcoin is gold if bitcoin is gold Litecoin is silver. And then you have, I would say, bronze is ether. Ether, which also has subcoins, that's that's quite worth uh, keeping. There's been so many of them over the years. I always go back to Bitcoin. At the end of the day, if you can... What used to happen is people, for mining purposes, to get this stuff, because I say don't... I've always said early on, don't buy this stuff. Yeah, but, but not everybody's you know. a geek like you, are they? It's uh, not geeky. Uh, well, no. Well, got, yes, I got what was going wrong, on, and which I, is bad I, I for the world. The cost of mining across the world is equivalent on an annual basis as the total cost of electricity used in Argentina. Yeah. Is that good for the world? Well, you have to be sensible. If you get yourself on a night rate, with um, electricity and uh, especially if you've got commercial premises if you only put your mining equipment on at night time um, in whatever uh, country it's based so if night time in the UK is based your night rate is six o'clock till seven uh, the following morning or five o'clock then you just set yourself one of those plugs that only switches the stuff on between those times now there are two types of mining though there are a lot of people would have graphics cards yeah. that produced a load of uh, yeah. a load of the uh, computations because the gpu to happen, Mike. 
and the happened. Happened. it's already it's happened. A, well, it's, a, it's already it's happened. criminals and people like you who'll do this. I think. The well, it's not person, people like me. It's uh, no, this is not. You were into no. it, and, and, and no, geeks. Just, were, just into it. it's not about being a geek. People are buying Bitcoin I now. I'm talking about mining. Mining, mining, yeah, mining. Your average person isn't going to set up a Bitcoin farm and mine. I mean, I'll tell you this: I've only had little bits of it going on here and there when I've got we've got a big business going on, and there's there's certain times of the the day where you've got equipment there lying, and you can have everybody's dormant PCs. Uh, start to generate income during nighttime hours. Why would you not do that as a small, a small to medium company for some extra money? However, however, what I'm, I'm, no, because it's not. Because if you're on night rate, it, it absolutely is 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 worth doing. It makes okay. a lot of money because even if at the time you're not making money, you've got the capital. Okay. You know, you, okay. you, you, if it costs you X amount to get a Bitcoin that was worth a grand and then you sat on it and in five years' time it's worth 50 grand, mm. I'd say that the electricity costs sort of fade away. Now, most people, this is my advice. I would treat Bitcoin as gold. It's become the new gold. While all this has gone on with COVID, what has happened is gold used to be some safe haven that whenever you had a major crisis, whenever you had the Wall Street crash, whenever you had the uh, the the Black Wednesdays, the Black Mondays, whatever, whenever you had 9-11 or any, any point, the financial crash 2008, whenever people were scared of buying shares and, and, and the yeah. economy was well, on its yeah, knees, yeah, yeah, yeah. people would go and buy yeah. gold. This time with COVID, Gold has just hovered and slowly okay. risen and been all right. Everyone went to Bitcoin. Right, here's, Bitcoin here's became thing, gold. For, for it to be, I think, I personally think, for it to be completely successful, there's talk here in the Express here, uh, not a paper I read, but London has been advised to embrace Bitcoin post-Brexit yeah. as UK looks to find new ways to thrive outside the EU. Yeah, but it won't be only because of us and Brexit. You've got other company, other countries it that says, are, are going to do Bitcoin it. Bitcoin could surge if avalanche companies invest in a yeah. as a... Can I say that they, we're, nearly, like, we're nearly there at the point that, that I wanted to get to here was there was a key moment here that we haven't quite got and we're about to finally get, and that is that it crosses over into fully the mainstream, mainstream as a form of payment. Now, now the company today, we had a tech right. nightmare, pull, pull didn't we? On. Before you go, go, on, further, go on, mainstream, it can't be doing this, can it? Up and down, oh, oh I've lost. It's not I've going, lost this, it, lost I'll tell you something, you want to look at a chart of this during COVID, it's been solid as a rock. It's shot up. It's not shot and, up, and it's down. not shot up. It it's has. not shot up and come down, crashing I down. I can show you. Well, I will, I will like try you, to. Not, no, it's not at all. This okay. has been, there have been a, a consistent rise in the value of Bitcoin from the moment people were scared of investing in the markets because of the effect of COVID. It was slowly, slowly rising up. And, and I'll say this, the, the, it will only get bigger. Yeah. And what happened today we had a tech problem here yeah. at, at our company we did. and where we bought the component we needed we we needed a network switcher and that company okay. for six years now has accepted bitcoin and 
at the point we were paying for the component before we went out to go and get it from Preston they it was it was there there were a few options money um, which you get to pay at the counter they wouldn't accept because of of COVID so you only had credit card PayPal and right underneath was Bitcoin yeah and they've been taking Bitcoin for five years you are going to get a situation where people's credit cards will have an option for Bitcoin at some point and you will be able to at your checkout either pay in your currency of your country or in Bitcoin okay. and it will piggyback it on maybe you'll have okay. to load it up a few things then um, for people like you who are mining away and other people how, have you heard how this many, mining away bollocks? It's how, like how, it's like I've got this this Russian asking, server farm of, of a thousand PCs going mad. I'm, I'm saying nothing. I'm saying, He's in the office where many, it's going on. How, he wouldn't be able to hear himself. Many, how many bitcoins are left? There are no bitcoins left, and what happens is during every year there are an additional amount of bitcoins mined that are limited and capped, uh, so that it keeps. Pace with inflation about eight percent new so every year. Know. Yeah, and every year, can I say that there is a difficulty in mining? And here's how it all gets built in, so it controls inflation. Every year, at a certain point or two years, there is a set a, sec, a section where you've mined enough Bitcoin that they increase what is known as a difficulty. So you have to then mine twice as much to get the same amount as you did prior to that and that means that it has got a built-in scarcity so it can't run out of control now people who don't understand what's gone on over the last few years they you've had governments that have done something called qe quantitative easing every single time a country has been like oh we need a bit more cash they've literally printed new money yep. printed loads of new yep. money and and hope that it didn't raise inflation or get or devalue the the cost so they do it in a, a savvy way and bitcoin doesn't allow for quantitative easing bitcoin will if you leave it untouched for the next 20 years it will slowly slowly get harder and harder to mine but as it gets harder to mine and create it doubles and trebles in value as it doubles and trebles in difficulty to produce okay. and find. Right, final words then on it before we sort of move on. It's a shorter show this week. We'll be back next week with the normal show. Clear advice to one now. Right, I've got £200. Is it worth me investing in... Bitcoin. Yeah. Yeah, buy, get, open a Coinbase account and every time you've got some spare money, buy bits of Bitcoin and just keep doing it and don't think about the value. Um, when when you get to a point in five years, 10 years, 20 years, 15 years, whatever, you want to have a look at this, then have a look at it then. Don't start gambling. Just treat it as an investment like you're buying gold. It will continue to go up. It will. It, uh, I, I predict that now the volatility will calm down. You'll have less going up to 10 grand and crashing to five. You'll have maybe it'll go up to 60 now, then crash down to about 56, then back up to 70, then back down to 68. It will calm down as it's going up. But I'll tell you this, Bitcoin is here to stay. Keep buying bits of it. Don't don't buy loads of it. Buy bits that you can afford with bits of spare cash. If you can mine, then great. 
do it if you've got access to a night rate of electricity and do that. Don't get seduced by other coins. There'll be one along every two minutes. There's Tezos, there's all the rest of it, there's Pi. It's oh, all, the word Pi? Is, yeah, that, is that a real it's, coin? It's, it's a real coin. It's not, again, it's another new one that people will run in, buy. It'll push the price up and then people, the minute it gets there, will sell. Bitcoin, people aren't selling. I mean, the two brothers that started Facebook with uh, our friend, yeah, Zuckerberg, who, if you've seen the social uh, media movie about yeah. that, they, they, they took all their money and put it into Bitcoin. And they, those two little devils are probably the richest people on planet Earth, but no one's reporting that yet. Now... They didn't sell, even when it halved and crashed down and nobody... You've got to just not look at this for short-term gain. You've got to look at it over five to ten years. But if you do do that and you are wanting to retire when you're 60 and you're in your late 40s and you think, well, I've got my house here, but I want a really good one, then just keep putting stuff away. Instead of a pension, put it into Bitcoin because at the end, sell your house, sell your Bitcoin... And you might have the life you wanted. Nice. On that note, we'll say goodbye. We'll see you next week with the normal show. Thank you for listening. Um, Mike got, got quite bored with him at the times, but we move on. Uh, but if you want to find out more information, email the show, and I'm sure Mike will have another chat about it later in the... Uh, I like talking about this. And uh, I did see you use the hand signal, so, um, yeah. See you next week. 